The next logical step in this process is controlling for calories because genuinely calories matter most when we're talking about weight loss, muscle gain, and maintenance, just simply being able to maintain your weight. Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. I'm your host, Ben Brown, owner of BSL Nutrition. And today, we are following up on our last episode of this nutrition series. Last episode, we talked about nutritional priming. Now, I got to tell you, last night, uh, after eating a solid dinner, my wife made this incredible turkey zucchini lasagna. So it's like ground turkey. Uh, zucchini is in place of basically the noodles. Um, she puts cottage cheese in it and uh, a nice pasta sauce, sometimes a little bit of cheese and black olives. It's absolutely delicious, super filling and satiating. Had a great dinner, ate great all day long. In fact, it was super busy with work, but Basically, between dinner and bed, it was just me and my son, Caleb. The girls went out to see Barbie. And um, we were just chilling. And I was kind of bored. So started with a little taster box of hot tamales, right? So it's like 80 calories for one of those boxes. And then, of course, I decided to crack a bottle of wine. And uh, I had a couple good bottles of wine. That One specifically that went well with the turkey lasagna. I mean, why not Tuesday night, right? And uh, nothing crazy, but had a couple, couple of glasses of wine, you know, like five ounces each pour. And then Caleb and I were watching some sea monster movie on Netflix. So a couple bags of like smart pop, 100 calorie popcorn. And then I had a, I mean, it's just like mindless eating. And the reason I bring this up is because all said and done, when I, when I kind of added it up and I knew it was kind of going off the rails last night, but whatever. I, you know, I'm done with the dieting phase. I, f- I had a photo shoot a few weeks ago. Been feeling pretty good. Kind of getting, getting back in the swing of things. Been tracking accurately. Anyways, I don't really have an overt goal right now. And I know for me, when I don't have a goal, um, it can be a slippery slope. Needless to say, as I'm sharing, uh, kind of went off the rails last night. All said and done, kind of adding up the calories, ended up Ah, geez, I think well over 600 extra calories, the completely unnecessary calories that added to my, my daily calorie load. Now, the reason I bring this up is because when we talk about our kind of hierarchy of nutrition and the pillars that help us get great results uh, that we subscribe to with our coaching practice, well, last week we talked nutritional priming and the importance of, of really being able to track calories and having the skills to be able to effectively audit ourselves. And to be able to use that data to make informed decisions from, do we create a calorie deficit? Do we maintain? Do we help improve nutrition skills first? Improve food quality first? Really work in more physical activity, whatever it is. Now, as we progress in terms of, of dialing in how we help our clients get great results, as I'm sharing to you, the next logical step in this process is controlling for calories. 
because genuinely calories matter most when we're talking about weight loss, uh, muscle gain, and uh, maintenance, just simply being able to maintain your weight. And what most people don't realize is we are far over consuming calories. And if you're not consistently tracking your calories and or you don't have the tools to be able to track your calories, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Now, I see this every single day when you've spent enough time working with individuals, when you've spent enough time tracking calories for yourself, it becomes very, very clear what foods contribute to excessive amounts of calorie intake, alcohol being one of those, uh, candy being another one, two of the things that I consumed last night, but whatever, no big deal. I, I'm not giving myself over a hard time over that, but what I am sharing is that it's, it's not unreasonable for those calories to very easily add up well above and beyond what we think we're consuming. And that's where we need people to be cognizant of their calorie intake. And the only way that we're going to be able to help our clients lose weight, specifically lose body fat and or gain muscle mass and or make sure that they have the flexibility and freedom to simply stay in maintenance to ensure that they don't lose nor gain weight and that they have the ability to eat and drink what they want within reason within this maintenance zone. Well, we have to understand how the calories are coming in. And so calorie intake really is the second part of this nutrition series equation in terms of calories really provide the foundation for how we drive weight loss. Either we are making a concerted effort to consume less and or we are making a concerted effort to move more, right? We need to be able to create an energy deficit where we are expending more calories on a daily basis than we're consuming. The amount of that deficit will dictate the rate at which we lose weight, the rate at which we lose body fat. Now, there's obviously some other factors at play relative to this calorie amount, we have to take into consideration the amount of protein, the amount of fat, the amount of carbohydrate, and on and on. And then we can look at, and this is where we, we really kind of look at this nutritional hierarchy. So if you can imagine basically this triangle, think about the old food pyramid, if you can imagine what that looks like. Now, this is some, something that, gosh, I, I don't remember where I saw this first. I, I'm, I'll give credit to Eric Helms for this, but we, we basically have this nutritional hierarchy, this pyramid, if you will. And the bottom of this pyramid is really calorie intake as being of primary importance, I should say. Hey friends, quick pause in this episode for an exciting announcement. I'm thrilled to let you know that we've officially partnered with Fullscript to create our own very high-end quality supplement store. Fullscript is the number one online dispensary for professional-grade supplements. And while we do have our own small retail shop for our Complete Essentials training formula, we're often asked for recommendations when it comes to products outside of those that we carry. Now, as you probably have realized, the internet is the Wild West when it comes to supplements, and it's tough to find many of the best products from a reliable source and at an affordable price. 
I've heard many stories of people ordering something off Amazon and receive something completely different in the bottle, which can actually be quite dangerous when it comes to nutritional supplements. And so in the BSL Nutrition Full Script Dispensary, we've hand-selected a few dozen of our personal favorites, and we've broken them into easily searchable categories, including Ben's favorites. Now the best part of this situation is that due to the buying power of groups, we're able to get you a 15% off retail pricing on the entire catalog of professional products in our shop. These are brands like Designs for Health, Biotics, Research, Biobotanical Research, Microbiome Labs, Seeking Health, and more. So just click on the Join BSL Nutrition Supplement Shop in the show notes to create your free account and place your first order. Orders over $50 receive free shipping on top of our 15% discount on everything. And just so you know, the criteria we use to determine what went into the shop is, is the product something we would recommend and or take ourselves and give to our kids? Is the product of the highest quality? And can we provide a lower cost than is available anywhere else on the web? Now, we sincerely hope this helps you save money and acquire the highest quality products for you and your family. And let's get back to the show. Now, once we can control for calories and only then can we and should we look to kind of the next step up, which is really our macronutrient intake. We know, and what I'll talk about uh, in the next episode is really the importance of our protein intake. But outside of calories, you really have no business talking about protein unless, and this is highly individualized dependent. It's not uncommon for us to have a client focus solely on protein intake, irrespective of calorie intake in the initial stages, just depending on where they are, what they're ready to tackle, their commitment level, their readiness for change, their pre-existing eating behaviors. And so I'll say we typically toggle between establishing a calorie intake and establishing a protein intake as next to just tracking the two most important drivers. But for all intents and purposes, let's just say calorie intake, followed by macronutrients, so protein, carbs, fats, but primarily protein. And, and we can have a little more variability in the carbs and fats as long as we're controlling for calories. Then we'll go into kind of micronutrients, food quality, um, looking at whole foods versus more processed foods. This is where people get completely spun out of control and completely lost in the minutia of, well, if you're just eating whole single ingredient foods, if you're not eating any processed foods, if you can't read the ingredients, don't eat it, blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, I think that has plenty of validity. But at the end of the day, if people are not controlling for calories, there's plenty of people who are eating paleo or eating organic or only eating real foods or completely avoiding unprocessed foods, whatever it is that are still overweight and unhealthy. Um, If we're not controlling for calories, then we're doing uh, an injustice to the physiological process, plain and simple. And that's important to take into consideration here because all of it matters. It's all important. It's all relevant depending on the context. And I think just understanding how nuanced it is so that we don't get so lost down the rabbit hole and the minutia and the granularity of what it is that you're focusing on. Because 
ultimately we want people to be able to have and people need like in terms of the psychology of behavior change people need to be able to have flexibility and freedom with their nutrition intake uh, because this is real life we are constantly bombarded and exposed to hyper palatable foods and extremely processed foods that are frankly delicious there's no reason there shouldn't be included in some uh, moderate amount within their diet as long as we have the awareness to understand how the calories add up because you're going to be a lot more likely to overconsume hyper palatable foods you're going to be a lot more likely to consume doritos and pop tarts than you are going to be to consume baked potato and chicken breast it's just the way that it is all things you know calories being equated I can eat 500 calories of potato and chicken breast and probably be pretty damn full. I can eat 500 calories of Pop-Tarts and Doritos, and I can eat those things all day long. Those are how they're engineered, right? So my point in all of this is saying, listen, before you get too far down the rabbit hole and concern yourself and get too wound up over real foods, fake foods, processed, unprocessed, paleo, keto, fasting, whatever it is, just make sure that you actually are controlling for calories. You know, like my debacle last night, saying I can eat all the healthy or unhealthy foods I want, but it really just matters how they're adding up at the end of the day. And that's where I just need to take more responsibility and ownership. And we want to give our clients the tools to be able to do that. So, literally, if they want to eat three bags of smart popcorn, by all means, go ahead. Um, And if and when you experience what I'm experiencing now, which is like, "Mm, that probably wasn't the best choice. Okay, cool. I know what I need to do to uh, tighten the reins. Should I decide to do that? In my particular case, I don't really care that much right now to be perfectly transparent and, and candid with you. So we talked about in terms of this pyramid calories, macronutrients, micronutrients, and, and kind of food quality. Then above that would be food timing. That's when we can start to look at, all right, if you're controlling for calories, if you're hitting your protein goals, if you're getting plenty of nutrition in and eating primarily real foods so that you're getting vitamins and minerals, then And probably only then uh, would it make sense to look at, okay, nutrient timing. How am I fueling myself around my workouts? Am I practicing some form of intermittent fasting or time-restricted feeding? And then above that, lastly, as we talk about supplementation, of saying, okay, if, how, and where do supplements factor in to this fat loss equation or muscle building equation? Because again, you can supplement all you want, but if you're not controlling for calories, if you're not hitting your protein goals, if you're eating hyper palatable, overly processed, super shitty food, none of that other stuff really matters, right? Because you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. And so that's what I need you guys to take into consideration as we look and continue to progress our way through our sort of foundational nutrition pillars is arm yourself with the ability, first and foremost, to create a a higher level of awareness. Arm yourself with the ability to effectively track your intake and take ownership and responsibility over that process. Beyond that, start to pay attention to, okay, now that I understand how the calories are adding up, how am I physiologically responding to my calorie intake? Because if I'm consistently eating at 2,700 calories on average over a two-week period of time, which is what we typically do with our kind of priming or discovery phase, and nothing's changing, well, then it would be reasonable to deduce that if I were to make a 500 calorie reduction in my calorie intake, 
then I could probably expect to, to, to lose around a pound a week because 500 calories a day times seven days a week is 3,500 calories. 3,500 calories is about a pound of, of body fat. And so if I can consistently create that 500 calorie deficit through this is nutrition only, this is to say nothing of increases in physical activity, then that is how we can start to, to logically move the needle based on data, uh, based on the variables that we actually have control over, rather than trying to force our way through overly restrictive dieting, through overly aggressive exercise plans, and on and on and on. And so that's what I wanted to share with you guys today around just really the importance of calorie intake, why it matters, how it matters, how we think about it in the context of the big picture, and why, frankly, it's so darn important for you, assuming you do have fat loss goals, for you to figure out how you can start to take ownership, um, accountability, and responsibility for your calorie intake. So I hope that's helpful for you. Let me know if you have any questions. I'll catch you guys in the next episode when we're going to break down protein intake in this coaching process. Talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple. 